guys want me to tell you what my sound effect is going to be so you're ready or you're going to be surprised? No. Okay. <laughs> we want to hear it. We want to be surprised. And welcome to the Compassionate Achiever podcast, where you're going to learn today how helping others fuels your success. I'm Tracy Day. I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Chris Cook, and our producer, Pete. Hi, guys. (laughs) You know what that is? You know what that is, Tracy? That is the change in my pocket going jingle-ling-a-ling. And for all you 1980s music fans out there, that's the Georgia Satellites. Here we go. Change everywhere, baby. (laughs) We're talking business and compassion and coronavirus today. That's the change going right there. Yeah, that's what we're down to is only change in our pocket, right? We don't don't even have any bills left to like (laughs) the paper ones. And certainly our our portfolios. Yeah. Dipping. Wait, but, you still have okay, a portfolio? So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> about it. You're doing better than me, Chase. <laughs> I'm telling you. Scary, scary it stuff. It is. I don't even open but, that, that thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. But the, the good news is that as some businesses are plummeting, others are really flourishing in this time of COVID-19. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what industries are succeeding in this time of social distancing and everything else that's going on uh, and why they are doing that and how that can help you help yourself uh, by, by supporting some of these other businesses. So let's talk about some of those businesses that really have come out and you know maybe we're struggling some before and and now are just like going gangbusters well and uh, yeah it, it gets to something really interesting you know when you step back and think about it right because tracy i know you've been in and out of businesses i know pete has had experiences in the tv business industry um and i i've been i worked on american stock exchange and i worked as a consultant for the energy energy sector and so all of us have had the experience in the business world that's like, you got to look out for yourself, right? And you got to get on top and you got to worry about the bottom line, right? And to, to heck with everyone else. And what you're seeing coming out of the coronavirus is really some heartbreaking numbers, right? And we won't even get into some of them, like the unemployment, right? Mm. Skyrocketing to, to over 70 years ago, right? That's breaking in, in really bad ways, all types of records. Um, but then... Out of this wreckage, you almost see, at least I do, I see the phoenix of compassion rising out of the ashes. And when it comes to businesses helping other businesses, I was never, that was never talked about on the American Stock Exchange when I was on the floor there. It was never talked about in the energy sector when I was a consultant. And and what we're seeing are literally businesses helping other businesses. And what was really cool recently in a uh, Wall Street Journal business section on the front page, on the lower left-hand corner, right? So you had to f- turn over you know, the paper. And just so you know, this is what a paper sounds like to <laughs> people who haven't picked up a, a, a real paper, right? And maybe you just see an electronic paper. But if you pick up the real paper like this, 
right? Mm-hmm. You'll actually, you can see the articles that maybe you won't get to see when you look at it electronically. And the article was all about how businesses like CVS, uh, kind of uh, those neighborhood drugstores and the grocery stores are hiring, have teamed up with businesses like Delta Airlines and Hilton, places where the businesses are actually losing jobs. And they're saying, like CVS went to uh, Hilton, the, uh, the Gap, uh, and Delta and said, all right, give us your list of employees who have you know these experiences or can fill in on these experiences because we're hiring now. At CVS, we need, and the grocery stores, we need people. So we can actually bridge the gap until you guys come back online. We can hire the people that you're actually having to lay off or furlough. And that needs to be talked about more. And that's why I'm so happy we have, you know, TCAP here, right? The Compassion Achiever podcast. We can highlight these types of of instances. So that's one way that businesses who are succeeding right now in coronavirus, just because they're meeting a genuine need, are actually just not helping all of us getting our prescriptions and getting us the, the basic necessities we need. But now they're also providing jobs, people who are being furloughed or laid off. Reaching out to others. Yeah, certainly. I mean, wow, the pharmacies are going crazy. But some industries that, that and grocery stores, certainly, because where people used to eat out, now they're having to buy everything. Uh, and and Chris, you even mentioned earlier restaurants turning their um, selling goods like smaller grocery stores that you could actually, instead of having to go to these mega grocery stores and worry about, you know, social distancing there and cleaning and whatever, that by going to some of the restaurants, they're really, they're selling you know, fruits, veggies, meats, whatever, yeah. in smaller instances so you can avoid people, which is, is great. And they are helping others. Well, so by... what they're doing, for example, in Brooklyn, some of the restaurants that have lost customers, right, still have the supply chain to local farmers in, the, you know, the tri-state area. And so what they've done is they kind of created this outdoor farmer's market right outside their restaurants, and separated by produce and meat. So they're helping the supply chain of, you know, the basic farmers who are supplying their, their goods for their restaurant meals. They say, okay, let's get our our customers. They don't have to go to those large grocery stores like you were just saying, they can come to, to us. So they're kind of adapting on the fly on in terms of the coronavirus and still and creating that's a the businesses, right. And that's the businesses that I think are really flourishing so much. You know, they're being innovative. And and that's one thing, I mean, that's what America's platform is, is being innovative and coming up with new ideas and morphing into different things. And those are the businesses that are flourishing. But as you said, the ones that are, are not only helping themselves, but trying to do something to help others are really are really doing well. I mean, you know, the businesses of like delivering carry out before, you know, they they struggled for a long time. You know, occasionally you'd see one of those um, delivery things. Now every restaurant is using it and, you know, they are hiring people and but they are also delivering. I was reading an article the other day to uh, some people who are shut in that really couldn't get out, but they're doing it for free to these people. 
so that they can, uh, you know, at least have some outside food other than just the groceries that are being delivered or whatever. Um, and well, go ahead. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's where I want to say something about helping others. You know, I, I know that people are also making masks and some cities and some states are now requiring, right, that masks be worn once you go outside and some type of bandanas. And I just want to say that the reason why we wear masks is not for you not to get the coronavirus. It's for you not to pass on the coronavirus. So Absolutely. To me, it's Those really Those masks, truly... unless you have a, an N95 mask, that's not really prohibiting you from getting those germs. Right. But when you sneeze or cough or breathe these little droplets, then hopefully you're not spreading them because you so, could be infected and just not know it. To me, it's really compassionating. It's really being a compassionate achiever. It's like a symbol, right? The mask. I never thought I'd say this. That a mask or wearing a bandana over your face is actually a symbol of being a compassionate achiever. And so, you know, I, I went outside today when we walked the dog, Ellie and I, I got one of my bandanas and I put it around my neck and she goes, what are you doing? I said, well, it's a symbol that if we come up with, on somebody, I can put up my mask to show, you know, that I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not even willing to get you contaminated if I had it. Um, you know, I would feel awful, <laughs> uh, like to no end. And so this idea of wearing a mask to me is a real symbol of being a compassionate achiever. I love it. And I think we don't have it in Connecticut yet, but I think they should make it mandatory. I think New York just did it a couple of days ago, didn't they? That yeah, they and I think it. it goes into effect tomorrow in New York City. And I think oh, okay. we're not, we're always like a day behind. Yeah, New we're, York. we're a few steps behind, <laughs> yeah. but. But we're getting there. We are getting there. <laughs> but so we talked about, uh, I know, and sometimes we do this at the end, but since we were just talking about masks and grocery stores, I was at the grocery store the other day with a mask and gloves on. And I was really surprised to see how many people were in there shopping that didn't have any kind of anything on. Wow. Nothing. And I really felt bad, just as you were saying, for the grocery, uh, the people working at the grocery stores. I mean, they all certainly had gloves and masks on. So we always, every week, we do a compassionate achiever. And I think that's who uh, we had talked about should, should definitely be nominated because these people are really on the front lines. I was surprised. How many people were just walking right up to me, you know, as I was picking out groceries or whatever, nothing on, nothing, and just, I'm like, people, have you read what's happening out there? I mean, right. but, and here's these people in these grocery stores that are in it all day, stocking the shelves all night, I mean, trying to clean, all these things, they're, it's, they're really putting themselves out there. So, well, Since you're nominating the grocery store clerks and all the grocery store workers, I'm seconding. All those in favor, please say aye. Uh, uh, yeah, so it wasn't really my nomination. I want to give that back to you guys. You, you have you have the credit for that. So I just felt like it was a segue. It's that unanimous. We were just talking about it. It's it unanimous is. that this is grocery store clerks and all the drivers that are out there. And you know, it, it's 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 funny what has become the people who are called essential workers. Mm, it's really flipped, hasn't it? And I yeah. think I think we really. When this is all
all over and done. I hope we don't go back. And this is what Pete was saying a little bit earlier. I hope we don't go back to normal. I didn't like the normal before. And when we have EMT, emergency medical technician workers, who get this, most of them do not have health insurance. So when they get sick, yes, they wow. cannot even go to the hospital. That's insane to me. That you is really people insane. on the front line who are literally risking their lives every day to help our fellow community members, and they don't have, first off, a salary that should match their their expertise. That that, that should go up. Um, but also health insurance. I think we need to have a serious talk about health insurance and and about who gets that. You know, and and it gets to this idea of industries that are essential and that are taking off. And EMT, EMTs are, you know, they're, they're like nurses to me. I don't think we can live without them. I, I think we, those, those, those two occupations, I think I've come to the forefront of people who we absolutely need. And now it's the, I've always said, and my grandmother taught me this really young. I was, as you guys both know, I grew up in New York City as a young kid. And every time we went somewhere with my grandmother, it would be somebody who was, you know, pumping the gas. At that time, people would pump gas uh, at gas stations, and she would always say thank you. Whoever bagged her groceries always said thank you. The door, the janitors, like, thank you for sweeping. And I never forgot that. And it's one of those things that I think we need to keep saying to, to those people that I think we, a lot of people took for granted. But now you see how essential they are. And please, wear your mask to the grocery stores. Be a compassionate achiever. Help those grocery store clerks stay. Even if you don't want to help yourself, do it for them. I mean, because like you said, that's that's really why you're wearing the mask is for everybody else. On that, there was an interesting psychological study done in hospitals throughout the country, and they put up signs for doctors and nurses when they went into the hospital to please wash your hands for your own sake, and it barely budged in terms of washing the hands. But when they said you know, wash your hands for the sake of your patients. It skyrocketed 90% of doctors and nurses uh, washing hmm. their hands and cleaning, right? When you're doing something for someone else, you actually, you know, you take more more time. More you take time more to time. do it. Yeah, well, I, I think that's true that, you know, if it, like I think about my kids and I'm like, you know, I'm sure I'd be fine if I got it, but I'm so worried about them. Like, I don't want to get it and then pass it to them. So that's, you know, you do think about others that in that way. Uh, but talk about, um, you know, the essential workers. I think some of these uh, businesses that have been declared essential, I'm not really sure who's, you know, driving the bus on this one, but I just read in Florida, they oh, just no. deemed, did you see this? Yeah, I, I that, couldn't believe, yeah. The, um, <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm going to screw it up, but anyway, the the wrestlers now, that that's deemed essential. <clears throat> so oh. they can actually go back and, and video these wrestlers because it's essential for people. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's. Or like that's the guns, the gun stores. That's, that's essential. Like, you know, I don't know. No, and, is... and that's where science doesn't lead. And, and this is what I tell my st- students in political economy and when you want to follow politics. 
on that one, especially Tracy, just follow the money. If you follow exactly. the money, you'll find mm -hmm. who, why they're a certain administration is connected to someone else in a Florida administration, and then who's chairperson of fundraising for someone who's running for a relatively big office. And you will see the dots connect. Uh, and why it has they are now do, opening that up. Yeah, it has nothing, nothing to do with to science. Do with no, it has nothing to do with being. And, and the problem with that, then it does open the door for other non-essential uh, activities, you know, festivals and concerts and other things that would lead to the spread of the coronavirus. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be led by science and it's got to be led by logic not by politics and and, and thinking about others like yes. how like we get back to that like how what you do affects other people and then in turn affects you again like it's it really does help you in the bottom line and that's not why you do it but it's an intrinsic outcome after all that when you're when you're doing the right thing it does come back to help you and, yeah, I, and I think you're going to see that with businesses too right so you have the CVSs, the you know from pharmacy companies and the um grocery store companies helping out the companies in other other areas and i think you can kind of see see a teamwork kind of emerge and hopefully after this, a pattern of helping each other will actually, uh, you know, really come to fruition and not just being talked about. And I, I think, you know, I, I, Pete, I think you had something, too, where someone changed their businesses. I, I think it was something cleaning. Yeah, right? there they, was, they kind of I saw an article. Innovatively. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was a guy who ran a, a home cleaning business and all of his clients, you know, after the, the lockdown, um, told him, you know, sorry, but they didn't want him coming to their house anymore. So he, he changed his business up to um, cleaning, like, the entryway of businesses that were still open and those kinds of things, more of a commercial um, cleaning, you know, sanitizing and sterilizing and stuff like that to allow, you know, obviously himself to keep working, but also to, you know, a safe, a safe place for people to go into these essential businesses that needed to. So I thought that was great. Yeah. Looking for... And that a way to help and a, a way to way keep of, yourself in business. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Be creative, be open-minded, right? To have that kind of growth mindset, right? So, you know, this is the time where you have to have that ability to adapt, right? That this is where I tell my kids that life is like surfing, right? You got to different waves come and you have to have the right mentality and that's your surfboard to get through it. And if you have that growth mindset, right? That, you know, ups and downs, are positive, right? It reminds me of um, the a, a great quote where it was said something like, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Mm -hmm. I've heard that. Never, never a, a loss um, for, for that. And so I, I love thinking like that. And there's there are companies that are hiring, a lot of tech companies that are hiring. Um, a, several articles about that and how their online kind of onboarding has been really creative. So they'll get a group of new people coming onto their businesses uh, and wherever they're located in the United States, they actually find a place that delivers lunch and they'll all get, you know, the doorbell will ring and their lunch, they'll eat lunch together online 
while they're you know going through this online orientation so they're you know and they're different restaurants or different uh, foods being brought in and so it, there's new ways you can still build that community to, to make that bridge to when we get back to I do think we're going to get back to person to person we are a species that is built on connection and relationships and and we, we will we yeah will. look back at Just, yeah yeah right I mean right. after well that, and, and when you were talking about you know connecting look at how we're doing this you know, on WebEx and Zoom and all these other different platforms. WebEx, um, or no, it was Zoom, I think. There for a while, I think they are doing it more random now, but they were so smart. I mean, talking about helping others, but it came back to help them. They, if, if you don't have an account for Zoom, you only get 40 minutes free and you can do a number of people, but you have you get cut off at 40 minutes and for the first i don't know three weeks or so four weeks they were letting you extend it just to help people because they didn't you know weren't used to this platform and i mean i think that that is just gonna help their company so much because now i know i would go back and be like hey they were really generous giving to people to help them out, I want to help them out. So I would use them, you know, going forward, buying an account. And I know lots of people that have done that. They're like, yeah, it was really nice of them to give us the 40 minutes free or then to add on, but now I'm going to have to pay. And so I'm going with them when there's so many options. So it does, you know, and whether that was, I'm sure it had a lot to do with bottom line of, you know, a marketing plan to, hey, let's give them a little something for free. It goes back to marketing 101. And then they'll come and buy it later on. But I still think I, I want to choose to look at it that they were helping these people too, to be able to connect uh, in deeper ways and for a longer time than just, you know, cutting off in the center of it. So good for those companies that Pete, yeah. Yeah, I just I wanted to do a, a quick shout out too, and I'm not positive if they're if they're still doing it. So if they're not, I apologize. But um, I don't think we'd mentioned this on the show yet that Litchfield Distillery, uh, was a local uh, mm, distiller, yeah. Uh, during this whole thing, has started making um, hand sanitizer and distributing it free to first responders and healthcare workers, and I think that's a, a great thing. And I really wanted to, uh, you know, give them a shout out. And uh, they also have some really fantastic. Uh, <laughs> products that yes, they sell they that you can still tour, get they have a curbside it? pickup thing that you can still get their stuff which is uh which is really yeah. good but uh and they were a company that i mean some of the companies have been asked to um you know do these things which is fine too but the distillery actually that i read a thing that the owner just decided he was going to do it it was just his own idea and decided to give it away for free and that kind of thing so yeah, I love that. That, um, and you know, I'm sure then again, people will think, "Oh yeah, now I've heard of, you know, Litchfield Distillery." Somebody that maybe didn't. I'm sure it will help their business in the long run too. So, just if we can all think about others, and it generally does come back to to help you. So, yeah, I and know. I wanted wanted to say that quote. Um, 
about I never lose, I either win or I lose. That's from Nelson Mandela, right? Yeah, Who that makes sense. went through yeah. some hardships <laughs> yeah. in more ways than we could ever imagine, right? Being, being locked in our own houses is nothing compared to what he, he went through in, in his life. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking about the past, and Nelson Mandela is one of my superheroes. I'm, he's just, he's up there with Jane Goodall and, and everybody else. Um, but there's, I wanted to say, there's a really cool study that came out at the end of March by the Federal Reserve and by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. And they, they actually looked at the states that, and the cities, I should say, that had stricter lockdowns during the 1918 flu pandemic. And what they found out, I'm gonna just literally read this quote, right? They said that the 1980 flu pandemic in the US, cities with stricter lockdowns seem to emerge with less severe economic consequences. Let me just read that again, because it seems opposite, right? There's a debate going on in the country about lockdowns. They found in 1918, the cities with stricter lockdowns seem to emerge with less severe economic consequences. So. There is this false choice that's being brought up uh, in the current climate about if you lock down, you're going to hurt us even more economically. Well, looking at the Federal Reserve and MIT economists, they're actually saying, no, that's a false choice. Those, those cities that locked down in a stricter way in the pan, uh, 1918 pandemic actually came out economically stronger. So it was just the opposite of what people are saying that Correct. they're worried that, yeah. This is why studies and analysis need to be done, right? When you make policies and make decisions. Yeah. Not just flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh. All right. So uh, we already named our Compassion Achievers of the Week. Once again, thank you, all you grocery store workers, for you know going to your job and getting there early for the senior citizens uh, so that they have an hour by themselves. Thank you to all of you that are doing that. And we hope you, the listeners, just like every week, we hope that we helped you find ways to unleash the Compassionate Achiever within you so that you can unlock success. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. The Compassionate Achiever podcast is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CompAchieverPod. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.